Welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and after a very exciting Friday and Saturday of Week Zero, we're getting ready, getting you ready for Week One. We've got the Oskaloosa Indians coach Brett Dowd with us today. Welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, thank you. I'm uh, I'm glad to be here. Well, uh, first question I'm going to ask you about is special teams. Special teams, I see. You know, I saw it make a big, a uh, lot of big plays on special teams in the first three games I, I was paying attention to this year. So uh, tell me about your special teams. Yeah, so um, it's my belief that, you know, special, obviously there are three parts of the game. And I grew up in an atmosphere in college and uh, where, where special teams was almost put on the forefront because when you won special teams, when you win the hidden yard in special teams, you have a, a greater chance of winning the football game. So uh, we, we make sure that we put it uh, as a priority in our practice plans. And uh, we just scrimmaged up at Lincoln this last Friday where we obviously eliminated the special teams just to help prevent injury and, and things like that. But uh, we definitely talked about special teams in our in our post-game chat and just saying we only played two-thirds of the game tonight. we got to realize that uh, one of the most important games is the special teams. And uh, we just went through all of our depth charts last night and made sure that we're ready to go with our practice plans with regard to that. Well, how about your kicking game? Do you have uh, any uh, foreign exchange students or any uh, talented athletes that kicking for you? <laughs> I love the guys we got, but do you have any foreign exchange students that want to come down and kick 50 yarders? Man, when I was uh, playing in, uh, for Fairfield in the 80s, man, we would to get a guy from Brazil or something to come in there. Man, they could kick, but they wouldn't any of us could kick, I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, we're young at, at, at that position. Uh, but that's all right. We'll work around it and we can, you know, as long as we can consistently kick, uh, some, uh, our, our PATs and then, you know, some shorter field goals will be good there. You know, we don't, we don't definitely don't have like an Aaron Blom or anything this year. That was just a special four years for us. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we have, we have some guys that can get it done. Well, let's move to the offensive line and the tight ends. I always feel like they're just such a big part of the game and kind of underappreciated or at least under talked about. Yeah, we uh, bring back some depth at, at the offense and defensive line position, which is kind of a rarity for us. Usually we have so much depth in the skill positions, and, and we're thin when it comes to our bigs. We call them our hogs. and uh, But that's not the case this year, so we're extremely pumped about that. Where we can bring back some uh, experienced guys, but we can also bring in some some younger guys that uh, are, are their varsity ready with their, with their body and, and their offseason work. What about tight ends? You got any, you know, guys that can block and and catch and, uh, uh, you know, even lead blocks downfield and really help the team out moving sure. the ball? Sure. We have, uh, um, well, we're on tight end sets. We're on open sets. Um, we have a couple different guys working in at our uh, our tight end spot right now with Jared Parks and Tatum Westercamp. Uh, Westercamp is a veteran on the defensive side, but he's, he's a real physical guy. And um, we'll come into the he's, – he's done a nice job at what we call it our Y uh, this year. And then Jared Parks, a big body, um, good hands. And so he's going to be working at that tight end spot too. Well, let's, let's look at the backs, the fullbacks, the running backs, uh, uh, slot backs or whatever you want to call them. How's sure. the backfield looking and, and uh, how are you going to be able to take advantage of the size and the strength that you've got on that offensive line to, to exploit some of these holes? Yeah. So at uh, – at tailback, we're, we're somewhat young in the fact that we have a sophomore and a junior. 
but man, we got some talented guys back there, and they're they're physically ready for varsity football. So we're excited about that. And then uh, at our F position, which is kind of like a, our wing slash fullback ish type player, uh, we bring back Wyatt Grubb, who's a big boy, and he was a bit he played as a sophomore last year, and he's come back, um, you know, bigger and stronger this year. So we're excited about that. And then we have some young guys backing him up. Well, let's talk about your quarterback and then the receivers. Uh, you know, I mean, what, how, how important is the uh, the vertical game to, to Oskaloosa's offense? Or are you going to be pounding the ball, or is it going to be a balanced tick? But tell me about the quarterback and and his uh, receivers. You know, our goal is to always be as balanced as can be. I just think that's the best way. We don't want to be too heavy in one direction. Um, so, you know, you know, our quarterback. We're we're young in this position. But uh, we got some guys that I'm excited about, and they're working really hard. They they're coachable, and they uh, they they just want to be better. So Trevor Willett is taking that top spot right now at quarterback, and Parker Lewis is a younger guy behind him. Trevor's a junior, and then Parker's a, a sophomore. So I'm excited for the growth of those guys, and uh, things have been going well in the preseason. And then at receiver, you know, this is probably along with our offensive line. This is probably one of our stronger suits where we have uh, we have Waylon Bowleball coming back at our X, who's explosive, and then A.J. Lawrence. We put him in a tough position last year as a sophomore coming into play because of a lack of depth there. But, man, he's grown a lot. He's, he's varsity ready this year, so we're excited about him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we hope to be extremely balanced um, and, just, and just keep teams guessing. Well, uh we're going to switch over the side of the ball of the defense, but uh, I kind of forgot to ask you. Uh, a lot of teams, uh, I mean, everybody's out here trying to replace some, uh, you know, seniors that graduated last year. Who are some of your seniors from last year, and how much are you going to miss them, and, and what's the game plan to kind of replace all the leadership and production that you got from them? Uh, I mean, yeah, we had we lost, we lost some guys for sure. Um, that we could talk about. I mean, like Colin Snicker, he went off to Warburg to play college football, Warren Feudner, um, and, and a few others. So Colin played our Mike linebacker last year, and he he was one of the leading tacklers in our district, just a, a gritty guy. And obviously it shows when you got Warburg coming after you because Warburg's a top-notch D3. And then, uh, you know, Warren, and, and there, are, there are a number of other guys that I could rattle off. But uh, we also have a strong – a strong junior slash sophomore class from last year coming in that we're excited about. And uh, they're ready to go. Our, I, I've been very happy with our defense. We are putting in a new defense this year, and the, the installation of that defense has been pretty solid. So what is the depth of your teams? There's a big, wide variation to the, you know, some teams got lots of players, some teams don't have very many. But uh, how, how's, the, how's the depth on the on the roster there? You know, it's the last few years it's been shaky. I don't know what it was. It was a little bug going through Oskaloosa where our numbers were down. So we've been really focusing on our youth, uh, but they're starting to grow again. So that's exciting. The last couple of years we had to run a frost schedule because we didn't have enough guys to go JV. And this year we just went through our full depth charts last night at our coaches meeting. And we're, we're like too deep at, at our JV level. So um, we're, we're really excited about that. We have our, our senior and junior classes are a little smaller. They're right around, 14 guys and then uh our sophomore class has right around 20 and that that's the number we want to shoot for we want to keep that number right around 20 to get 60 guys for, through our sophomore through varsity to run up you know it, it makes it just makes it way easier to sustain practices and, and a solid program that way 
Well, let's flip the ball over the other side and let's talk about that defense. And let's again, let's start right at the defensive line. What do you got going on there? Uh, I mean, like I said, we got a lot of depth there. It's crazy. We have, I counted at camp, we have 25 guys from sophomore to senior that play D line slash O line. And that's just like unheard of for us. Um, so it's, it's kind of laughable, but it's really exciting. And, uh, you know, we got, uh, Merrick Smith, big boy, he's, he's going to play our nose tackle. Um, and then Junior Ramirez is a senior this year coming back. John Lenders coming back as a senior. And, um, and Jordan Barnes is a new addition. He's, he's a player for us that played, you know, throughout his – up to his ninth grade year, he had some injury issues and decided to step back. But now he's back and actually was voted a team captain. That just shows you what his uh, attitude is like and how much the guys appreciate him. And, and then we got – you know – it is, that's nice. We just have depth at D-line. It's something we haven't had in a long time. Well, how about the linebackers? That linebacker, we'll have uh, Grub, Wyatt Grub, starting on our mic. And then our Will, uh, we'll have uh, Quebecus. And then we'll have, um, sorry here. And then, oh, Tatum Westerkamp. How can I forget? But So Tatum. So two guys coming back with a lot of varsity experience. Uh Tobacco is going to be new coming up, but he's he's a big boy. We feel like he's varsity ready and and uh, ready to put his name out there, show people what he can do. Well, uh, the backfield is tasked with a lot of responsibilities. They got a ball hawk. They got to have speed. They got to uh, they got to be able to make those breakaway tackles that save touchdowns. You know, with guys with momentum. So it's sure. uh, who do, what do you got back there? And what's what do you what do you think of their skills? Um, so again, so we'll have a couple two way guys here with Waylon, but he's, he's absolutely two way ready. Um, he's for, for the high school level. So bowl, that's way the bowl of ball. No player free safety. And then, uh, AJ Lawrence, who I also no- noted as our slot receiver, uh, he'll play at a corner and then JT Baker, who is going to be interchangeable at running back. will play our, our strong safety. So, um, we got three veteran guys there all three of those guys played in the played uh in the secondary for us last year so we're excited to have them back and um we were young last year as a secondary but i don't feel like we're young this year i feel like that we've learned a lot and the guys are taking on leadership roles and communicating like crazy and, and that's what it takes to be a, a good defense and then we'll uh we'll bring in uh jane durande um and i hate to do this to jaden but jaden like jaden's sister is faith durande who just went to iowa state so to play volleyball, a very athletic family. He's going to come in at our other corner to start the season. Well, let's talk a little bit about the schedule. You, uh, you know, got some road games that might be tough. You've got some home games that might be important. What do you got circled on the calendar is just teams in general that give you a little, uh, might give you a little challenge. I mean, do you want me to give you that, the classic coach's response to that as we'll focus on the first week or no um, i'd really rather we talk a little bit about the schedule because my listeners you know that would be planning the the season i know you guys got a you know a non-conference schedule and then then you're in a really really tough district yeah um so we i'll just yeah i'll just lay it out so we start out uh, with a tumble coming to town always respect coach goodman there um you know, he's trying to build a program just as we are. So I think it's a great matchup. And I feel like that rivalry should last for a long time. It, we kind of got away from it. When I was a kid, growing up in Oski, it was always Oski at Tumwa. Uh, so I really like the fact that we get together on week one and, and battle it out there. Um, and then we uh, head to Knoxville, non-district, and then head to Burlington. And then we have Keokuk at home. So that's our non-district. Um, 
and then we get into our, that district, man. And I, I'm glad you said it because it's a tough district. And um, so it's something new for Oskaloosa playing a couple of Cedar Rapids schools in Xavier and Washington. And then on top of that, you get uh, Pella, Clear Creek, Newton. So um, we love it. We love the challenge. And we went 0-5 in the district last year. There's no getting around that. We started off 4-0, go 1-5. So that's been uh, that's been motivating our guys all off season. And we've had a great off season, and we're looking forward to the challenge. Well, I do think you know that that you you know you're probably game planning. Uh, you you've got some talent. Uh, uh, one thing about playing better, you know, the the best teams all the time is it really brings out the best in your guys, and it teaches you, you know, what it, what it takes to go up there. But uh, I, I, you know, I, I grew up in the old Southeast Seven, you know, in Oskaloosa, Tumwa, Fairfield, Mount Pleasant, Keokuk, in you know, sure. Washington, and. Uh, there are some bigger towns and some littler towns, but, you know, nobody's playing Cedar Rapids. Nobody's playing Des Moines, you know. Once in a while, you might play Burlington. You yeah. Know. Uh, it's not like there was a lack of talent or anything in there, but for you guys to, I mean, I know they're, I think they're just doing school size or something like that and just taking the top 32 and the next 32 or whatever. But uh, I guess your town's growing. You must be, uh, must be well. doing something right. Well, that's the crazy part is our town's actually getting smaller when it comes to our beds report. So I think it's just because of the split from four classes to five, or excuse me, not four to five, but from a 4A to a 5A, um, where we just kind of landed in the bottom of the 4A, which it is, hey, it is what it is. So, you know, will we stay 4A or will we drop 3A over the years? Uh, we'll see. Uh, but it, it doesn't matter. We know what we got ahead of us and we need to work for it. But then again, you know, like you say, our fans never got to see those Des Moines teams and Cedar Rapids teams, you know, those big games and, and all those big schools that are, you know, them top four. I mean, they never even played around here. So, you know, when you do get a – when you do put a lick on one of those, uh, that would be a pretty pretty big badge of honor, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why we love the opportunity. So, well, thanks, Coach. Is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to? No, I feel good, man. I'm just looking forward to getting a regular season started. Well, uh, who, who you see you played, is it a home game or away game that first night? Against yeah, we're home against the Tumble. Home against the Tumble. Oh, how can our listeners follow your team on uh, social media, on YouTube? Uh, I know there's a, you, you guys do a fantastic job with uh, sports, uh, um, you know, giving video and, 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 and live broadcast, uh, video broadcast of all your sports over there in Oscaloosa. Yeah, so we have the Indians Network is one – one way that would be like a live stream where Jamie Brockman's broadcasting there. Um, I'm actually going to be talking to him later today and he does a really good job. Uh, it's just easy to listen to. And then you also have a KBOE, um, which I, there's, I know there's a new sports broadcaster and I apologize for not remembering the new sportcaster's name um, as I met with him this summer, but I feel like those would be the two best ways to tune into Oski football this year. Well, I know uh, one person that's going to be pulling for you from Round Guy Radio, and that's Steve Pilchin, the Round Guy, because uh, he lives in Oskaloosa, and uh, we do a pick'em show every week, and every week he picks Oskaloosa. <laughs> well, he doesn't you. care who they're playing; it's always Oskaloosa, you know. So he says he don't want anybody throwing any tomatoes at him when he's uh, grocery shopping. <laughs> hey, well, we appreciate that support for sure. All right. Well, thanks for being with us, Coach, and good luck this season. And we'll uh, check in with you here and there through the season, if that's all right. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for what you do. Well, appreciate you. This is Round Guy Radio with news you can use that won't give you the blues. Thanks for listening.